You're listening to Mystic Magic, exploring our spirit to understand our lives. I'm Celeste A. Frazier, your hostess. I'm an ordained New Thought minister who embraces all faiths. I've pastored a few spiritual communities, written a few books, several scripts, contributed to spiritual magazines. I write poetry, essays, and stories. I'm a visioning facilitator, a diversity and inclusion trainer, and a social activist. With Mystic Magic, we explore amazing guests to find out what the divine reveals through us and how we may benefit from this magnificence. Stay tuned. This is Mystic Magic, exploring our spirit to understand our lives. I personally believe that the mortal life is a journey of the soul. I believe that we acquire wisdom along the way that helps us to reach our highest self. I do not know if one person needs more journeys than another, but that doesn't matter. What matters is what discoveries are there before us. It's important that we don't miss those. This week alone, I have uncovered some belief systems that I do not wish to have. I do not wish to think that Me cussing out a driver for not driving the way I would like has any weight or merit. Now, mind you, I was the only one that heard it. But I think it's important for me to know and subsequently believe that I am responsible for my state of mind. If I think disparaging thoughts about someone, this is more of a reflection of myself than it is of them. Sure, it's easier for me to blame my frustrations on a faceless stranger than it is for me to throw light on my inner fear. What I get from this relay race on my journey is essential to my soul's unfoldment. I believe, like Emily Cady, that the soul is in a constant process of changing. I believe, like Ernest Holmes, that universal subjectivity, also known as the soul of the universe, reproduces its attributes in our subconscious. I win a lap each time I discover a line of thought that is centered in separation. Because unless I discover it, it runs me, it slows me down, and it limits me from expressing my excellence. Yesterday, in my car alone, (laughs) I called a man out of his name because he didn't put his indicator on before turning in front of me. I assume it was a man. I never saw the person's face. I assumed that it was a man based on my thoughts about patriarchy. It may very well have been a woman. And my so-called scientific theory about this person is erroneous. By no means am I denying that patriarchy exists, nor am I denying that my problem with patriarchy exists. But is it serving me? Yesterday, I posted on Facebook Sometimes people need our prayers more than they need to be cussed out. Somebody responded, well, maybe they need both. And someone who had been in my amen corner before this other post said he was trying to play both sides. And he responded that he would pray for them from a distance. Good for him. He's mistaken from my point of view, but good for him. I say good for him because he wasn't trying to deny his emotions. He was also not denying his spiritual need to be a beneficial presence. He was mistaken because he thought it was solely for someone else. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that if I have a problem with someone, it's me with the problem. 
And because I'm a new thought minister, I cannot pray for someone else without praying for myself in the process. That's just the way we pray. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. And I'm really clear that the sermons I write are not for the righteous one in the pew as they are for me, a curious and flawed fool seeking to be free from my foolery, foolishness, and flaws. But back to the driver, who I really never left, I owed him an apology. He never heard me call him that word, but I did. What startled me the most is who was speaking. Who called that person that word? He did not deserve, nor did he need that energy imposed upon him, or nor does she need that energy imposed upon her. I didn't see the person. I just saw their actions, right? But I was not a blessing to that person. And whatever I call myself in terms of a spiritual teacher, minister, or for heaven's sakes, woman of the cloth, (laughs) I don't use that term, but I'm acting like a barrier and not a blessing. If I'm a doctor and I worsen the patient's condition, I have violated my Hippocratic oath and have indeed become a hypocrite. (laughs) This is not a podcast about a virus or the healthcare system, though it could be construed as such from that last statement. It's more of a question of to whom am I giving my loyalty? In some moments, ego has my loyalty. But if I say that I'm only here for God, then I'm a traitor to my mission because God is not going to diminish any of its creation. Emma Curtis Hopkins said, tribulations are the oppositions which we meet by telling the world we get our support by thinking and speaking the truth with a capital T. (laughs) I will now paraphrase what else she said. Just because you think you've grown and just because you now realize that you were doing the wrong things does not mean you are free from anxiety. (laughs) Knowing the truth and speaking the truth do not necessarily free you from challenges. Anyone from a 12-step program could tell you that you don't have control over your life when you are addicted. But many of us do not realize that we are addicted to being upset. But in a sober moment, I think, oh my God, who am I? How low can I go? Let me tell you, your face does not have to hit the curb to realize that you need to stop doing what you are doing. The moment I heard myself calling that driver that word, I realized that I was not as grateful to God as I thought. I have money in the bank, food in the refrigerator, clothes on my back, no serious relationship issue, I have a healthy body. What am I upset about? I know this is for me, but I'm sharing it because it might be for you too. I felt so bad about myself in that moment and I asked for prayer. My Course in Miracles friend said, I've been there, we're all innocent. A religious science friend said, I resemble your remark, (laughs) forgive yourself. And she commended me for seeing the need to be kinder to others. And she invited me to start with myself. I can do that. I would venture to say that being kind to myself and forgiving myself is counterculture to the United States. Our culture feels more like a punitive state. We're conditioned to punish those who have done something we do not approve of them doing. They could be breathing while Black or breathing while gay. 
They could be breathing while transgendered. They could even be breathing while Democrat or Republican. You know, we find so many ways to separate ourselves from each other. We have one source. I like to use the name Elohim rather than the German derivative of God. And it's not because Elohim is Hebrew. It's because Elohim really means the living one. I think we forget that our spirit is a living energy. Sometimes I call her divine mother, that who gave birth to us all in and out of religiosity, in and out of purity or pro-life or pro-choice. What a sense of humor that divine mother created us so uniquely different. I must have that sense of humor too. (laughs) Just like divine mother. Thanks mom for the designer genes. When I think about the Christ on the cross and that he said, father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I have had the audacity to think that's easy for you to say and immediately regret that I had such a thought about this man with blood oozing from him from different parts of his body. Yet, when I think about his consciousness, it was easy to say. The truth is, we do not know what we are doing. We don't know when we're being judgmental. We don't know when we isolate someone from the group. We don't know when we accuse another of not being right or holy or good. We don't know how we deflect, minimize, and judge ourselves. We can use false humility to keep from standing in our truth. We can boast to keep from standing in our truth. We can be so afraid of our light that we put ourselves in darkness as punishment. And if we do that to ourselves, whom we supposedly love, what do we do to the so-called other? You see, other people are not the problem. My fear is the problem. So today, I celebrate victory because I have the victory I have the victory because I am love. I'm made out of the image and likeness of love. What a feeling. I have the victory because I am love. That's all Jesus was saying. Love wins. (laughs) There is no opposite to love. Love is everywhere. Fear only has the power we give it. I choose love. I have the victory. I have the victory because I am love. How beautiful it is to know that all good things come from the source. Our higher self, our greater self, our treasured self blesses us powerfully. I am grateful for conscious contact with the substance of my being. God is the source of all of my good. And it can come from anyone. A doctor, a lawyer, an employer, a friend, a parent, a lover, a child, or a pet. I accept the wisdom and grace of spirit. And I let go of any fear that diminishes my light. Don't forget to be loved today. This is Mystic Magic, exploring our spirit to understand our lives. They know not what they do when the they is me and I cannot see my way through. I know not what I do when I cannot see you as whole and complete, it's my defeat. I've lost my way when I cannot say you are perfect and pure. I need love's cure. When my stress makes a mess and I must confess, something inside does reside. It knows only love and peace, trauma, 
must cease. When the light is bright, there is no fight. One simply knows compassion grows. Everything else falls away. Dramas are signs of decay. Nothing in me is rotten. I have not been forgotten. The creator knows my innocence flows. For me and you, Christ knew, only love is real. That's the deal. Like him, victory is mine. Like a fine wine. I only get better with love, the kind that comes from above. I dance in victory and celebrate love. Peace fits me like a glove. Love only, only love. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check out our show notes for more information about today's topics and our fabulous guest. You can find Mystic Magic on Apple, Google, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and all of the great podcast venues. Please subscribe to be notified about future episodes. If Mystic Magic has been a blessing to you, please support the show. This is Mystic Magic, exploring our spirit to understand our lives.